You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. Today I'm going to preach in a way that I usually avoid like the plague uh, because it's a, usually an indicator that I'm saying what I feel like I'm saying instead of what the Lord wants. That is that I'm not going to bring my homily directly out of the scriptures of the day. But on this occasion, I feel like I'm following the promptings of the Holy Spirit because I've had a lot of conversations recently and I've, I've sort of seen a lot of anxiety and heard a lot of rumors of anxiety. And I've received some uh, pretty polite and insightful emails. And then there's just a general sense of nervous energy you know, positive and negative around that sort of dreadful word, change. Uh, I can't speak to a whole lot of changes that have happened already, uh, you know, except insofar as I am a change, because uh, I'm, you know, an individual who's not like the priests who have preceded me. But I can say with some certainty that most of the sort of change or, or fear of change down the road or excitement and impatience for change down the road seems to be surrounding you know, the liturgy. And Christ the King has always been known as a, a parish that takes this liturgy very seriously, which I appreciate. I love coming into a place that, that loves its liturgy and takes so seriously the thing which is central to our lives as Christians. But there's sort of so many things flying around and I've been asked so many questions, I'll just list some of them off so we can get it going here. Father, are we putting kneelers in? Are we adding statues and a crucifix? Are we changing the pew orientation? Are we going to keep the projectors? Are we getting a new organ? Are we getting rid of our old organ? Are we going back to incense and bells all the time? Are altar servers now a permanent thing? Are we going to move the tabernacle? Is the choir going to change its repertoire? Are we going back to the Latin mass? We're going to burn the building down. <laughs> Just kidding. But that was more just a suggestion for a way to get a free new roof, which we do have to eventually get. Are we going to get a new roof? That's what I get every day. Uh, I can't hope to address all those questions in a homily. And if you do have individual questions, invite me over for dinner and fire away. You know, but I don't even think it's helpful here uh, or, or necessary or fruitful because I think we need to get at the root of what we're doing here before we discuss anything. Get to the foundation, and then we can sort of move forward properly. Now, what is the Mass? Why has the Church built herself entirely around this one day, this one hour of our life? So much so that our whole society has built its week around Sunday. Now, why do we bother showing up, sacrificing our time, our money, our energy, and our skills to provide a space for this act? What is it about it? Uh, those are worthwhile questions, and they deserve a worthwhile answer. And if we can get there, and only then, we can move into some of the sort of details and aesthetics at, with, with the hope of a fruitful result. In doing this, I don't want to begin at the Second Vatican Council. I don't even want to begin at the Council of Trent 
the Council of Nicaea, or the Council of Jerusalem in the Acts of the Apostles. I want to go all the way back to Mount Sinai, where the Israelites first met the Lord, where they first encountered God and became his people. You know, when Moses first approaches Pharaoh after meeting the Lord in the burning bush, what does he demand of Pharaoh? Does he say, let my people go, you know, free the slaves? No, that's actually not what he says. He says, let us go that we may serve the Lord in the wilderness. All he asks is that the people might go out into the wilderness and serve the Lord. And then come back. And then four more times after the Lord has sent various plagues to sort of open Pharaoh's eyes a bit, the negotiations continue and and we learn more and more about what worship of God means. So Pharaoh's negotiating with Moses. And there's sort of four stages of this. Stage one, he says, why don't you just worship here in Egypt? And Moses says, no, we can't do that. And then stage two, he says, well, the men can go and worship, but the women and children and cattle need to stay here. Moses says, nope, not an option. And then stage three, well, the men and women and children can go, but the, the cattle, all the animals must stay here. And then Pharaoh says, and Moses says, no. And then finally, after that dreadful 10th plague, Pharaoh just says, get out, all of you, go. And in each of these negotiations, we sort of learn something about what it means to meet God properly. First, that everyone must be present. We can't do it alone. It's not a solo act to worship God. Of course, we can pray by ourselves, but proper worship takes place all together. And second, we have to bring everything. We have to make everything available to God. We can't hold anything back because everything belongs to God. So the goal of the Exodus was to take themselves and everything they have and bring it before the Lord and ask him how they are to worship him. They don't know what he's going to call them to do, so they have to bring everything before him. And then it's on Mount Sinai that God comes to meet the people, that he gives them both the rules of their worship and the law that's going to rule their life. And those two things are so deeply interconnected. It's their worship of the one true God that makes them a people, not the other way around. We always think that perhaps like a civilization arises and then, and then brings about some sort of form of worship of God, and it's the other way around. Civilization arises out of worship. And if our worship breaks down, the road by which we meet God, then our civilization is going to break down. You know, we, there is no way to found a law upon anything other than God. Otherwise, it will be tyranny. And so that seems like it might be getting abstract. It's crucial to bring order to what we do when we come together in worship. Because there's two extremes we're always tempted toward. You know, first is if we emphasize sort of coming before the Lord individually or alone in worship. If we emphasize worship at the expense of communion with one another, then we tend toward this hyper-individualism that 
in which there's no charity, there's no community there. And yet, if we prioritize community above all other things, then we forget that community is only possible when we have communion. That there is no community without rightly ordered worship of God. And then we just try to sort of make our worship ourselves by our own creativity or our own power. And we fail. So when we come before God in the liturgy, we do so as he asks us to because because he promises to show up. He's going to respond. If we bring everything before the Lord in the Mass, he promises that he's going to answer our prayers. He's actually going to come and be with us in whatever we're going through in our lives. And it's through this worship that we enter into communion with one another. And then true community arises from that. And we have the strength to bring the word of God to the world. And so we come before the Lord in the Mass as he asked us to and as the church asked us to. And what that means for us is something we have to figure out. What is it that the church asks of us? What is it that God's asking of us? Because it's in that that we're going to find true community. And then we go forth and we bring God to the world in new ways, in beautiful ways, in ways that are going to transform Missoula and everyone that we know. And so praise the Lord for that. Uh, What a gift it is to come together and become God's chosen people through the Holy Mass. His beloved sons and daughters. Thank you for listening to Father Kirby Longo's homilies. To support the work of Mountain Catholic, please visit paypal.me slash mtncatholic.